Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Spring is here, and you can now get almost anything you need for your sunny days delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a well-groomed lawn delivered, but you can get a chicken parmesan delivered. A cabana? That's a no. But a banana? That's a yes. A nice tan? Sorry. Nope. But a box fan? Happily yes. A day of sunshine? No. A box of fine wines? Yes. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol in select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. People of Brighton, please put your hands together for Pacey and Goosey! Thank the Adam and Susie Thank you so much for coming to Big Kick Energy Live, Brighton! We're so relieved that you filled out this room because, as some of you may know, we're both Brighton gals now. And, um, well, yes, thank you, but it would have been very awkward if we put a show on sale and it in was a town where we. My wife. Yeah. And just, three people. Just, just performing to them in this room, still with the same entrance. Yeah. <laughs> put them on separate tables just to make it feel cool. So, uh, who, uh, silly question, who listens to the podcast? <laughs> Okay. Who doesn't? Yeah. Yes, there's some drag alongs. Welcome. Uh, right. Well, now comes the part where we actually have to pretend this is a real podcast. No, no, don't do that. What? We are award-winning broadcasters. Oh yeah, we are. Yes. Yeah. We don't mention it much no, on we the pod. Well, we normally it's, it's quite good because we uh, we normally have to go through a whole load of games, but it's just the England ones. I'm guessing you all watched the game before you came here. Yeah. Okay, so feel free to whoop at um, both results. There's only two, uh, but we must do them for the pod. And uh, should we do them in our broadcaster voice? Oh, go on then. Okay. <clears throat> Match reports for England's international break. England 7, Austria 2. <laughs> Quite right. Southgate's in. <laughs> nice waistcoat. England 5, Italy 1. <laughs> Oh, I mean, well, let's start with tonight's game. Were you all watching it um, straight before you came here? Were you, yeah. was, was, there a, was there a pub show in it somewhere? Yeah. Good. No, one man very grumpily going, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> Try moving pubs, sir. Um, <laughs> well, we, we were sort of watching it. It was very sad. We were back here watching it um, both on our phones. Yeah. While I was pacing. Yeah, I'd heard pacing behind me and then I was watching ITVX on the phone. It looked very sad. Um, but it, what a game. What a game for tonight. So, Wuba Moy apparently scored from a corner basically straight away. Yeah. Yeah, it kicks off, it goes to a corner, Greenwood takes it and, and Wuba Moy headed it in. Then we had two more from Lauren Hemp. 
apparently also from Exceptional Corners, pretty much. And then, oh, also, did you see Lottie Wubermoyd did this celebration? Yes. That was, did you see this? It was for a little girl who got to go meet the lionesses. Her name was Izzy. And when she was doing this little game with Lottie Wubermoyd, she said, if you score, can you do this celebration? Yeah, it was sort of like with her arms crossed. And, well, it looked like you when you're pacing before a gig. <laughs> um, I thought you'd written in. But it was, it was beautiful. And then we did catch the second half with a 69th minute goal from Ella Toon, the assist from LJ, of course, and then a 79th minute zinger from Rachel Daly, both of whom were subs. Yep. They were subbed on. Subbed on. Yeah. You were right there? Yeah, fine. <laughs> okay. How's this I don't know how you wanted me to respond to that. There's not much I can say other than, yeah, they were subbed on. Okay. <laughs> I've not got Wiegmann on the line going, get LJ on, it's time. Talk us through Austria then, go on. I mean, it was an incredible match. Two from Russo, one from Clinton, two from Mead, one from Carter, one from Daly. And a debut. Seven. Seven. Oh, Grace Clinton. That yes. was good, wasn't it? Grace Clinton's incredible. guy. Grace is currently on... I call her Grace, like I'm her mate. Yeah. <laughs> Grace is currently on loan at Tottenham Hotspur from Man United. Afterwards, she said, it's what dreams are made of. I'm very happy. I'm just absolutely buzzing. <laughs> Before the match, Wiegmann had spoken about using the game to try things out. I mean, I'd say that they worked. Yes. She made several changes to her starting lineup, and Hannah Hampton, Maya Letizia, Esme Morgan, and Clinton joined the squad. Yeah, and rightly so. Rightly yes, very so. exciting. It's been a fun international break, I think we could say. Yeah, can't I think we? it's good. Yeah. How are we feeling going forward as England fans? <laughs> right. Well, I think it's time we bring on our guest. Yes. Uh, for tonight. We are so chuffed that she's joining us this evening. She's a local legend for us Seagulls. She's currently holding the record for most saves made this season. She's voted Players Player of the Year in 2019. She's Brighton and Hove Albion, super safe hands. It's Sophie Bagley! happen when you're in the street all the time <laughs> in the changing rooms as well yeah oh that's nice yeah. and you're doing it between yourselves yeah. as well. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nice for morale isn't it yeah. to just walk in and see your colleagues and go see <laughs> um i guess on that we, we we started tonight about nicknames yeah first you, things first you got one in the squad you got a nickname? Baggers. Just Baggers. Baggers. Yeah. Yeah. Baggers. Self-appointed nickname or given to you? Just happened. Yeah. Football. Must have been before Not at home. football. You must. Have, yeah. No, no. Weird if your mum and dad. <laughs> right, and I shall name her Baggers. Baggers. Yeah. Um, so Baggers. That's yeah. I mean, self-explanatory, really, isn't it? And also, we should we should start by saying we were giving Sophie a brief history of the the podcast and explaining that it was born of of me trying to get Susie to become a fan. Which I am. Yeah. Yeah. And who's your, who's your team? Brighton. Who's your team? My team's Brighton. I'm a who's your team? Brighton. Are you sure? <laughs> Look, I like all of them. <laughs> I'm a fan of the game. She's one of those. That's what I'd say. Is I, no, I've, so I think everyone's got, trying hard. Oh, my God. I'm not sure you're coming back after When I got her into the game, I was like, we've got to be Brighton fans so we can actually get down to the Broadfield, see you guys. And um, she lo oh, she absolutely loved it. But the, the trouble is, um, I sort of got her into the game too much and she now goes to any game she can get a ticket to. <laughs> 
Anything I can get my grace a little paws on. Yeah, she's got several shirts. None of them belong to the same club. <laughs> oh, they're nice. Well. I like, you know, I just think, you know, it, it's nice to support... Why have you gone high-pitched? I don't know. <laughs> Sophie, let's start at the beginning for you. You came through um, Derby County Centre of Excellence. Yeah. That's setting you up for... You don't go through a centre of excellence and come out with a B-Tech in contemporary dance. <laughs> it was an A-level in contemporary and dance. Then, and then you moved drama. to Birmingham City Academy in 2013. At what... You're 27? Yep. Yeah. At what, at what point did you start to think, I could do this like for a living? This is, this is me now. I think as I was growing up, it wasn't really professional, so I never really thought... It would be a job. Yeah. Um, but maybe when I moved to Birmingham, I moved out when I was 16. Really? Uh, yeah. And then it just sort of happened, but I think the level of professionalism wasn't at a high level until a couple of years ago, really, yeah. especially mm. for me. So what, what sort of goalkeepers were you watching as a kid? Would it have been a lot of the men? Yeah, but I don't think I watched a lot of football growing up. Really? Not really. Are you from like a like football playing. family? My dad is, yeah. Yeah. Not my mum. Really? Even now? (laughs) Well, she comes to the games. (laughs) That's good of her. Yeah, it's nice. So you you didn't really see it on a professional level, let's say, uh, certainly on the level that it is now, growing up. No, I think even when it went professional, I had to live in a cupboard for the first six months. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, why? We appear to have entered the plot of Harry Potter. (laughs) Oh, hello, someone's getting a phone call. It's okay. Oh, you look so much like my dad. <laughs> I can't be angry at you. And you have the same ringtone. <laughs> well, you have the ringtone all dads have. Yeah. <laughs> Is it true that you sort of became a goalkeeper a bit by accident? Yeah. I think the goalkeeper was ill at the boys' team I played for. I just went in and never came out again. Really? Yeah. So that... you, were, you were playing on a boys' team as, yeah, a, as yeah, a youngster? Yeah. yeah. Just I... no, no girls' team going? No, I was the only girl I knew who played football. Really? Yeah. And 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 goalkeeper was always like wasn't wasn't the, the the position you naturally wanted to go for, and then just. I think I enjoyed it. Yeah. But I didn't expect to stay there, probably. But you were really good. That's all right. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's a professional the... footballer. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're all right. Okay, you've got a question that, that that's been bugging Susie. Yeah. Well, I was just going to ask because goalkeepers usually wear number one, but you wear number thirty-two. So, what's that about? <laughs> I've never actually said this before. This oh, really? <laughs> exclusive. A big kick out of it's a bit of a exclusive. Joke. It's a bit of a joke. It's a bit of a joke, really, yeah. When I was, <laughs> when I was at Bristol, I got voted 30-second 30, 30 coolest person in Bristol. <laughs> <laughs> Second, I can't believe we did. I wrote that intro about all of your achievements. I wish I'd brought you on as she's Bristol's 32nd coolest person. Amazing. I love yeah, that. And there wasn't many numbers left at United when I joined United, so. So I you picked 32. 32. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, yeah. And you thought that was going to be a silly question? No, honestly. <laughs> best question we've had on, on all the podcasts so far. <laughs> Okay, so you played number three. I like that reason. This leads me to my next question. I want to know weird pre-match rituals. Do you have any, you know, do you go sit in a cupboard for a bit, five minutes before? <laughs> just, to, just to keep you grounded. Come on, Sophie, you're 32 second coolest person. 
in Bristol, you can do this, it's okay. She's just in the cupboard to herself going, seagulls, <laughs> seagulls. <laughs> now I'm going to disappoint now, I don't really have any. I just really? Like, no. I just like to feel relaxed before the game. You don't have to do like one sock, one... No, I feel one. like once it gets to that stage, it all goes wrong. What if you can't yeah. do that one game? Yeah. That, you, no, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Have you ever had a lucky charm? Right, so this is this this will be weird. A, a, a few matches ago, the, uh, these guys play on my football team as well, as well as Sally at the back there. A few games ago, Luna, a player on our team, ate a banana whilst we were walking to the to the pitch. Um, I've never have you seen how Luna eats a banana? Yeah, she took it she took it out the skin and just held it. Um, <laughs> yes, I, I, was, I was going to say bareback. And just, uh, I didn't really know what to say. Uh, but yeah, uh, without the skit, so she just stopped doing the hand gestures. <laughs> she just walked into the football game holding a banana. But anyway, she went on to have the game of her life. So then I thought, I'm going to start eating bananas. <laughs> so now I eat banana without holding the skin. Just, just, a, look. Little, just a little tip for you there, Sophie. <laughs> um, if you want to turn that on. You I'll try it on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, do, do. I'll be watching with bated breath. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually had we had Robbo on uh, an episode a while back, didn't we? And um, we asked her what she listens to in the tunnel. Do you know this? No. So Katie Robinson, uh, of all the music we were expecting her to listen to, we were oh, not so expecting she, this. Well, how, is she, how old is she? About 20, 21, something like that? She's quite she's, young, she's, isn't she? Like, yeah, some, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's too young to be listening to Never Forget by Take That <laughs> in the tunnel before every game. Before she was born. I also, yeah, I also love the fact that that is a song that really goes on a journey. So she's in the tunnel, I presume, listening to it from the beginning, the bit where it's going, <laughs> so far. In the tunnel? Yeah. 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 What? How? And Sophie's just there going, Seagulls! <laughs> Seagulls! I'm trying to listen to the boys, please. Uh, but no, we just wanted to know if you, if you had... Do you have anything before a gig? No, not just pacing. Oh, anxiety. <laughs> anxiety questions about why I'm doing this in my life. And I'm like, I've got a pension. You know, that sort of thing. Okay. Uh, Sam Kerr has a pasta sandwich. Two hours before. That's too dense, Don't you think that's too dense? It's a bit much. What are you, eat, what nice, you, what are you eating it? on match day? Maybe beans on toast. Beans, beans on, on toast. toast. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm, I'm interested with the goalie. Like, I always get quite stressed for goalies when it gets to penalties. Now, when it gets to that point, are you thinking, like, this is it? This is my moment, my, my perfect moment, to... <laughs> this is... I'm Marty McCutcheon, it's my time to shine. Or are you thinking, oh, no, oh, God, why did I do this? I should have been a striker. Like, what are you... <laughs> I what? think it's worse if you're a striker. Yeah. What, okay. a penalty? Yeah. Yeah. You're, are you quite calm in those situations? Yeah, you're, you're you ain't not, got nothing not... to lose, have you? We no. have the game. <laughs> True. True. <laughs> I hate to break it to yourself. <laughs> it's quite a lot at stake. <laughs> I'd love to watch a game where you're going, do you know what, as long as they try, we're all winners. <laughs> You're, you're, you, you quite relish those opportunities, yeah, do you? Yeah, I think so. You quite you like the pressure. Couple, you're all right, aren't you? Yeah. 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 Is That's it like, true. is your adrenaline like, are you really pumped at that moment? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like as well, like with penalties, there's sort of this expectation on the striker to score. And then when the keeper saves it, that's like, 
it's it's like witnessing magic, isn't it? Whereas if if a penalty goes in, you're like, yeah, well yeah. done, well done. Yeah. Whereas, like, I mean, saving a penalty must feel absolutely buzzing, mustn't it? I mean, it's as close as we're going to get to scoring, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Imagine if you scored, imagine if you saved a penalty and then celebrated, like, for Chloe Kelly top off. <laughs> Maybe I will next time. Neat yeah. slide. <laughs> well, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I love it. Um, is there a striker that you dread coming up the pitch? Are you going to tell us? Yeah, I was wondering about whether you could. I mean, say I've conceded a lot of goals in my time. So. <laughs> most saves this season. Give over. Most yeah, saves this most season. saves this season. <laughs> but is, is there a? Seagulls. Seagulls. I love that you reply. <laughs> well, it's like a bird call, like isn't bird it? You've got to do it back and forth. It, when, when they do it in the street, do you reply, seagulls? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> but is, 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 there, is there certain strikers that when you see them running down the pitch towards you, you're going, oh, yes. not you. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple. I think Vivian Miedemar scored six against me in one game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll say her, won't we? Yeah, well, that's why you have a banana without the skin on, Sophie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in the goal and everything's happening down the other end... Oh, no. <laughs> Where's this going? Well, no, do you... Like, do you ever sort of zone out? <laughs> Is that a terrible thing to ask? Well, she's I'm a professional. Say yes, am I? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't say yes. People from Brighton, stop listening. But do you sort of, like, if it's, if it's all going well and it's all down the other end, are you sort of thinking... I wonder what box set we'll do next. <laughs> what are you going to have for your tea? Yeah, that sort of thing. Is yeah. that a stupid question? I, I don't... Well, Sophie Bagley is not going to sit here and go, yeah, do you know what? There's been times where I've just gone, I'll have a think about how I'm going to get home tonight. I need to... <laughs> I just like you know it's, it's like if you're doing stand up you know and someone else is on st like when I was in the crowd and you were talking I don't know what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe though that you just used an analogy where you're comparing yourself to Sophie Bagley. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm embarrassed about that okay. now as well. <laughs> It's time for a game. Yes, uh, as, I agree. We, as we said at the start, Brighton is mine and Susie's adopted home. It is also yours, of course, Derbyshire girl. Are you loving Brighton? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's good. How long have you been here? Five months. Five months. Yep. Okay. Mm. Um, is it everything you hoped it would be? Yeah, of course. And more. And more. Yeah. I think that Sophie's very aware that she's in a room full of people from Brighton. <laughs> Imagine if you were like, I'll be honest, it's not all it's cracked up yeah. to be. Overrated. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, <laughs> we were looking up facts about Brian to see how much you knew about, about this place that has, in your own words, Sophie, everything you wanted it to be. And more. And more. And more. And believe me, we have researched more. So, <laughs> we've, uh, it turns out as well, there's quite a lot of places in the world called Brighton. Yeah, there's, there's loads of Brightons around the world. It's sort of the um, uh, geographical equivalent of the name Claire. There's loads of them. <laughs> Sauce Claire. The most... Um, most in, in America? Yeah, mostly in America. Yeah, so we are going to play a game. Um, is it another game where we came up with the name first? You yeah. betcha. Uh, we're going to play Bright On or Bright Off. <laughs> what the hell are those graphics? What? That's good. So we're going list, to list some facts and I'll, all we want you to do is tell us if this is referring to this Brighton or a different Brighton. All the other Brightons are in the USA. Okay, so let's play Bright On or Bright Off. 
First one, this Brighton holds a unique claim to fame. It's the birthplace of the Frisbee. Yeah. Don't know if you've heard of it. <laughs> and if you haven't, it's explained it there, the flying disc. So, Sophie Bagley, is it this Brighton that holds a unique claim to fame of being the birthplace of Frisbee? Are you saying this Brighton or another Brighton? I'm going to say this Brighton. This Brighton. This Brighton yeah. Let's find Let's out. Find out. Oh. America. Yeah. I should yeah. have phoned a friend. Honestly, yeah, well, you should have. You'd have one over there. <laughs> okay, let's have a look at the next one. This Brighton holds a unique tradition, the Great Bed Race. Oh. Where teams race down the street pushing decorated beds. We have a bed race where I'm from. What? We have a bed race. The Knaresborough Bed Race. Why are you looking out to the crowd like everyone's going to go, oh, the Knaresborough bed race? Yeah, I've done... What is a bed race? No one know about the Knaresborough bed race? Right, thank you. Basically... Uh, you get your actual bed? No, you have to make a bed. Not, like, as in construct a bed, not put the linen on. How do you on. construct a bed? I don't know. And then you get in a team of, like, six, and you put one person on the bed, and you race through the streets of Knaresborough. And it, what, on it, wheels? Yeah, it involves a river and everything. You have to make your own fun up north. Have you guys got Wi-Fi yet? Not yet, but we've heard wonderful things. <laughs> what so, do you reckon? So surely there's not two in the UK. Well, I'd be fuming if there <laughs> yeah, was, because it's true. all we've got going for us. <laughs> are you, so are you saying other? Yeah. Other US? Brighton? Okay, let's find out. You're right! <laughs> Okay. Okay, let's see what... This Brighton has a hairdresser called Barber Black Sheep and a cleaners called Spruce Spring Clean. Oh, I mean, there's a clue. Well done, ask guys. Ask the audience. Yeah, yeah, ask the audience. Uh, what are you going for? You going for this yeah. Brighton? <laughs> Sorry, can I... So we have the American National Anthem. What have you put on this? Well, I, I couldn't find the UK one. So I've got um, Peggy Mitchell saying, get out of my pub. <laughs> Let, let's have a listen. Get out of my pub! Really good. Really good. I'd say that's more British. Yeah, I love it. That's my national anthem. <laughs> get out of my pub! Yeah. Really good. Um, OK. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> Are you all right? Yeah, sorry. Uh, What's up? <laughs> I just didn't expect it to get that reaction. I, I, th I was quite worried that it would get booed, but that was, that was lovely. <laughs> OK, this Brighton is known for its annual Driftwood Show and Sale, where artists showcase their creations made entirely of driftwood. Oh, God, that's all's in it. <laughs> <laughs> sorry if you're one of the artists. Amazing! <laughs> Sorry, I had a white wine in the interval. <laughs> she can't be trusted. I think you've answered She's a white. I just think it's very Brighton, isn't it? Careful. It is, well, not, okay, sorry, your hope. So tell me again about your bed race. <laughs> Sophie, you answer. Go on. I'll go, with your, I'll go with your opinion. <laughs> oh, don't try it. This Brighton, let's find out. See, and that's why you don't trust her. That's why you don't trust her. Sorry, I've thrown you under there. Okay. That's in that's in a different Brighton. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> all right. This Brighton boasts a historic carousel dating back to 1916, which is still operational and offers a nostalgic ride. 
That sounds like you're having relations with an older gentleman. I <laughs> know. Um, a nostalgic life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with Brighton. What, this, this Brighton? Yeah, this one. Okay, yeah. let's find out. Yeah. That one this Sophie! Not doing very well here, No! Have you left the cupboard in your five months? <laughs> okay, this Brighton launched the career of Swedish supergroup ABBA. It's going to be this one then, isn't it? Do you not know this? Do you not know the answer? Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) We believe you thousands wouldn't. Yeah. 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 Um, They did Eurovision at the Dome. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) A glowing review for Abba there. Uh, Okay, Uh, one more. This Brighton is known for its... Diker Heights Christmas lights. All oh, right. A dazzling no, stop it. It says it. A, a dazzling display of over-the-top holiday de- decorations. Diker Heights Christmas lights. What do you think? I'm going to go with this one. This one. Yeah. It sounds likely. <laughs> what Dyke Road? Dyke Road, maybe. Should we find out? Oh. I'm sorry, I've not been a phone a friend. <laughs> no, you've been a phone an enemy. <laughs> oh, one, oh more. One, one more. One more. Okay. Oscar winning actor Kate Blanchett lived in this Brighton for 10 years in the 1990s. Did you, did you know Kate Blanchett in the 90s? <laughs> you've seen her by the. You've seen her by the chocolate shop. <laughs> Kate Blanchett by the chocolate shop. Sounds like an Arctic Monkeys song. <laughs> It's actually how the film Carol starts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what are you saying, Sophie? What are you saying, baggers? This one. This one. Let's have a look. Yes! Well done. That's surely everything we have to know. Yeah, that was. That was Bright On or Bright On! But you said there how you, you, you've adapted to Brighton and, and people shouting seagulls in the street, which must feel really, really nice. It must feel lovely to have the fans come up to you and talk. To you. Do you always like that? Yeah, I think the fans are great, to be honest. And I think in the past few years, we've really seen like the crowds increase and mm. yeah, the support's improved massively. Yeah, it's fantastic to see. Have you like? Do you still get that now that people are having that those moments with you of like, oh my god, it's baggers? Do you have? Is there anybody that you've met where you've had a bit of a fangirl moment? I once met Sir Ian McKellen. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's yeah. a good one. Did yeah. you keep you cool? No, I had to make people come with me. So oh, no. <laughs> where did you meet him? We was on a train to a football game and he was in the next carriage. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Wait, so you'd already spotted him? And yeah. You, get, you went back to your friends and you were like... Someone come with me. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. so you made somebody come with you. Was yeah. he nice? Please say he yeah, was nice. Yeah, he was so nice. Oh, really? Good, yeah. Did you tell him who you were? <laughs> no. <laughs> I would have. I'd have been like, Saria McKellen, you think you're impressive. I'm baggers. <laughs> How many saves that have you done been... this season, Ian? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been very endearing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, hang on. Uh, tell Sophie about the time you met Mel C. <laughs> I, uh, I met Mel C uh, at an All Saints reunion tour. Because... Um, <laughs> Because the noughties were big for me and I lost the ability to speak. And after not being able to speak for about two minutes, I just said, you mean a lot to me, you always will. And left. 
that. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah, mine weren't that bad. <laughs> You've kind of got to nail your interaction with, with Ian McKellen on a trick because there's nowhere to go if you, if you do that. Yeah, I love you, I always will. Yeah, you've then got to go and sit in the toilets for a bit. Well, it felt like home for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you mentioned it before about sort of the, the growth of fans in the game, but what do you think, alongside that, what do you think has been the sort of biggest significant changes in the women's game over the last, I don't know, three or four years? I think maybe just the exposure it's got. Mm -hmm. You see it now, it's on TV a lot, social media. Like, some players are getting, like, big endorsement deals. Mm. I think just the way it's going is massive and the conditions for players as well has improved a lot. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Are you encouraged by it that it's only going to keep growing and, and, and progressing as, at the rate it is? Yeah, I think there's still a lot of work to do. But mm -hmm. I think it's definitely going in the right direction. I can't see it going the other way now. What's, when, when you say, like, there's, there's, there's things still to do, what, what sort of stuff would you like to see more of or, or, or less of? What are your favourite aspects of this, the, the growth of this game? I think maybe just the, the difference between the top teams and the lower teams. Yeah. Like there's, still, there's still a gap and yeah. I think that needs to close a little bit. But yeah. I think it is. Yeah, yeah. totally I, I, yeah, agree. We've, we've, we've sort of uh, spoke about this a bit on the pod. of like the, it's, it's amazing when we see these, these records being broken in attendances, say, like at the Emirates. But it's like you'd like to sort of remind all of these people who were suddenly getting into the game following the success of the last few years to make sure that we're supporting all of the teams across the WSL and, and that's the why other I teams. go to all the games. <laughs> that's why I have all the shirts. I'm annoyed because I can't even argue the logic. Oh, I've got another one here. Okay. I was... <laughs> no, go on. Well, no, I was going to do No, 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 you support all the teams that ask all the questions. <laughs> I was wondering, we, we get a lot of young people listening to the podcast, which is amazing. But I was wondering if there was any sort of younger goalkeepers listening, if you could give them any advice, what, what would you say? I would just say enjoy it. You, you can't be a goalkeeper if you don't enjoy it, I don't think. It's too stressful to not enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy it. Don't worry about making mistakes, because that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you make a mistake doing the right thing, then you're doing it properly. I love Perfect. that. Perfect. I love oh. that. That's nice. That's nice. Um, now, uh, there's one thing I'd like to ask before we move on to our final game, Baggers, and it's... Uh, I mean, you might have heard of, uh, as, as mentioned at the top of the, this half of the show, we're actually award-winning broadcasters. <laughs> and so, as award-winning broadcasters do, they do in-depth research. Oh, so and, um, We... So uh, we found genuinely this is a this is a recent report uh, that has been done by Dublin City University, uh, a recent study published in Current Biology. Yeah, I read it every week. Yeah, we're subscribers. It, this is genuine. It found that goalkeepers had, and I quote, a narrower temporal binding window. <laughs> how's your no, How's your temporal binding window? I've got a cream. <laughs> uh, uh, but it, uh, so basically, this Dr. David McGovern has friend of said, the show, friend of the show, Dr. David McGovern, <laughs> he has said it's like a speedier estimation of the different signals they're receiving. Can you attest to Dr. David McGovern's <laughs> findings? Would you agree? Is there a little? I mean, I'm not sure it's a conscious decision. No, no. Do you? But do you? Do you think that uh, essentially you you sort of read? Uh, people's movement at a faster pace to everybody else or is Dr David McGovern does he just need to get out a bit more I have got no idea no let's just say yes it's, it's never come up in the whatsapp group of goalkeepers about no. your narrow temporal bindings 
just thought I'd ask. Well, but in all seriousness, it, it, it takes immense mental focus, agility, calm presence on the pitch. And we wanted to try and recreate that tonight, mm -hmm. Sophie. Uh, <laughs> look, how, look how it dawns on you where we're going with this. Um, so with that in mind, we thought we'd end our chat with you tonight with a quick game that puts everything that's made you the fantastic goalkeeper that you are to the test. Are you up for it? Yeah. Wonderful. Well, thank Let's you. Let's play. Let's play. Backers backed it in the bag! Okay, so uh, we've got some props, don't you worry, baggers. Uh, so, I need to get up. Uh, well, oh, I would yeah, if I was you. I hate, I hate to break it to you, but it will involve getting on your feet. Do you like, do you like to do goalkeeping on your feet? Yeah, yeah tends, good, tends good. to be that way. Okay, so <laughs> no expense spared on the budget here, baggers. <laughs> we would like you to catch as many of these balls in a bag as possible. But goalkeepers have to multitask. They have to always be thinking, don't they? So Susie will be, show will be throwing you balls. I will be asking you questions. <laughs> and all you've got to do is see how many balls you can catch in that bag in the Brighton colours, just like your rider requested. <laughs> OK. How hard can it be? Uh, yeah, we'll be behind her. We'll be behind baggers. OK. Are you ready, Suze? Okay, you said that with some determination. <laughs> Three, two, one, let's go. Brighton, play at the Broadfield Stadium. Name two other broad things. Shoulders. Shoulders. And beans. Broad beans. Uh, spell pavilion. Backwards. M. Yep. O. Yep. L. No, okay. You spent three years at Bristol City. Give us your best Bristol accent. All right, my lover. Yes. <laughs> you were born in Newton, Derbyshire. What's the dialing code for Derbyshire? 01773. Yes, Sophie! Uh, what is the meaning of life? <laughs> Fun. Fun and seagulls. You played for Birmingham and Brighton, who play in blue, and for Bristol and Man U, who play in red. What colour do you get if you mix the colours of those two teams? Purple. We were looking for magenta. <laughs> in what year were you awarded the WFA Players' Player of the Year? 2019. Yes! Brighton are known as the Seagulls. Give us your best impression of a seagull. to say the least tonight. Um, we started this podcast less than a year ago. It wouldn't be possible to do this sort of thing without wonderful listeners, wonderful audience. The fact that you've come to our hometown is absolutely wonderful. With a legend like Sophie here, thank you so much for coming out tonight. Yeah, thank you for coming to Pink Energy.